My child is just beginning to get the hang of reading, but their writing is horrendous. They just melt down any time we ask them to write anything. Is this part of their dyslexia? I'm Jenny Sherson, ex-special educator turned dyslexia interventionist. It wasn't so long ago that I, too, was overwhelmed by balanced literacy versus structured literacy, education speak, and everything in between. Fast forward after many, many hours of self-driven education, and you'll see I've built a thriving dyslexia practice helping students from age 6 to 18. My specialties? Working with a quote-unquote difficult, almost always to be, student, and breaking down the complexities of dyslexia into everyday language strategies and action steps. Before we dive in, can you do me a huge favor? Would you mind sending this episode or just sharing my podcast with three of your friends? I've been working really hard to put out valuable content to support parents with dyslexic children, and I want to make sure it gets into the hands of the people that need it the most. So grab the link to this episode or podcast, text it to three friends, or you can just click the share button. Whatever works for you, but I would be forever grateful. Thank you. At the beginning of June, I took one of the Writing Revolution's three-day trainings. It's a training I've wanted to take for years, but could never fit into my schedule. Finally, this June, I saw my chance. I want to share with you all some of my takeaways and how their approach fits in with the instruction for dyslexics. So let's dive in. If you've been listening for a while now, you know that all language, be it oral, reading, or writing, are intrinsically interwoven. You can't have one without the others. And a weakness in one will also show up as weaknesses in the other two. Take this a step further and you can see how dyslexia not only affects the ability to read, but also impacts writing skills. Dyslexics frequently have difficulty expressing their thoughts and ideas effectively on paper. And if you listen to our podcast on dysgraphia, episode 19, Dysgraphia, the Forgotten Dis, you'll realize there are a lot of crossovers between dyslexia and dysgraphia. In that episode, we talked about sentence formation dysgraphia, a weakness not only in understanding sentence structure, syntax, and basic grammar skills, but also a weakness in the ability to organize thoughts and get them down on paper. As I said earlier, the exact same things a dyslexic struggles with when trying to write. But here's the thing. Gen ed kids are struggling with this too. Why? Because no one teaches the teachers how to teach writing. These next few stats were provided to me during the training. The first one is from 2016 and is attributed to Brindle Graham Harrison Hebert. Quote, three out of four third and fourth grade teachers reported that their college teacher preparation programs provided no or minimal instruction on how to teach writing. That's 75% of third and fourth grade teachers who don't feel prepared to teach writing. That's astounding. Not far off. In 2009, Kahora, Hawken, and Graham found Quote, 71% of high school teachers surveyed indicated they received either no or minimal formal preparation to teach writing in their college teacher education program. 
I totally fall into either one of those categories. The majority of my teacher preparation focused on reading comprehension, not the foundations of reading or writing. So how do many of these teachers approach teaching writing in the classroom? You may have heard the saying, quote, good readers are good writers and good writers are good readers. And this is true, but you need to know the framework and rules for both of those before that can happen. Just like teachers of whole language reading thought exposure to rich language and books would lead to strong readers, many teachers thought if they expose their students to examples of strong and rich writing, their students will eventually become those strong, rich writers. It doesn't work that way. And here come a few more stats. In 2011, the U.S. Department of Education found, quote, only 27% of students in grade 8 through 12 are proficient in writing. Those students must have had the 25% of the teachers who felt prepared to teach writing. But here is where we see the long-term effects of poor writing instruction. In the 2019 ACT annual report, they found, quote, 41% of students who took American College Testing, ACT, did not score well enough to meet the readiness benchmarks for a college-level English composition class. I shared that stat with my sister, a former college history professor. She actually thought the stat was too low and that easily half, if not more, of her freshman students had no idea how to put a sentence together, let alone a paragraph. She told me she spent nearly as much time teaching her students how to write as she did teaching them history. And as an aside, her students don't know how lucky they were. Her undergraduate degree was in creative writing. My sister knows writing. But it doesn't end there. In the 2021 How College Contributes to Workforce Success, they stated, quote, employers find that less than half of college graduates are proficient writers. Wow. Wow, wow. Now, what would happen if we went all the way back to the beginning, to the point where one of these employees started kindergarten and we provided them with a structured, systematic, and explicit writing instruction? See where I'm going here? It's the same exact approach that we use when teaching dyslexics to read. Structured, systematic, and explicit. The writing revolution approach fits this to a T an approach originally created by Judith Hockman. Now, before I go further, I need to point out that this approach is for expository writing. Think academic essays, scientific reports, term papers, business reports. You get the idea. The writing revolution, or TWR, starts at the sentence level. Basically, what is a sentence? And then systematically adds new layers. It weaves in note-taking along the way, and by the time you reach the five-paragraph level, you have a repeatable, systematic approach, an approach that several of Hockman's former students have taken with them through college and beyond. I originally bought the Writing Revolution book, which goes into detail on their approach, and read through the sections on sentences. I focused on sentences as that's what my students need the most, and at the time, I considered note-taking to be further down the road. Plus, I hate note-taking and was never formally taught how. It was more of a madly writing half sentences down at a frantic speed when I had to do it. But I didn't pick up on all the nuances until I took the training. For instance, I didn't realize how the concept of note-taking was woven in at the very beginning. 
starting with finding keywords. Those keywords eventually turned into a note-taking system, which in turn supports the writing. So now you know, my students are definitely going to learn note-taking along with sentence building. I also love their version of the graphic organizers. So many of my students hate graphic organizers. There's not enough space, there's no system to using them, and in general, they're almost as overwhelming as a blank piece of paper. A student familiar with a TWR graphic organizer can easily create their own on a blank piece of paper in any situation or setting. That's magic. The TWR system is very structured, explicit, and systematic. I've started weaving in elements with several of my students, and so far, the majority have said, writing this way and going through the steps is so much easier. It gives them a way in to organizing the information, their thoughts, and a starting point for writing. A couple of them have outright said, why didn't they teach me this in school? To wrap up, over the last few years, reading has been pushed into the forefront Awareness is heightened, and small changes are beginning to be seen in school systems across the country. Writing is the last frontier. You cannot pull a thread and separate language into individual parts when teaching. They are all interwoven, and just like reading, writing needs to be taught using a structured, explicit, and systematic approach. If you have any further questions about the role of writing instruction for dyslexics, please feel free to sneak into my inbox. We'd also love your input. What would you like to hear from us in the future? Is there a topic we haven't covered yet you really want to learn more about? Or do you have a pressing need and you're not really sure how to handle it or move forward? Send us a DM on Instagram or drop us an email at Jenny at Literacy Untangled. That's Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E at Literacy Untangled. We can't wait to hear from you. Until next time. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Literacy Untangled. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, head on over to our Instagram at Literacy Untangled and comment on your favorite part. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. Bye.